Welcome back to another episode of the Balcony Chatter Podcast. I am your host, Andrew McKenney, with my co-host, as always, Tim Taylor. Uh, so, Tim, I had an idea about this episode this morning uh-huh. that now has just completely gone out the window because of some breaking, not not necessarily breaking as we're recording this, but a few hours ago, um, some news that I think that we need to dig into because it is kind of a big deal in the basketball world. You know, I was here thinking we were going to be talking about hockey starting uh-huh. and um, and getting ready for the season sure. and all this stuff, but that's that's out the window. We're not we're, we're done with that. We're we're gonna have to talk about James Harden going to the Brooklyn Nets in a four team so, deal. In, we're in gonna a have to talk about deal. every it, piece of that. We're gonna have to yeah. talk, touch on everything, and and um, I think what better way what better way to do that than to bring Jack back in here, even though he was it. just on a couple episodes ago. I mean, we I think, need, we need I don't to. Think we have a choice. We really need to branch out and start calling other people before we get we get called a Brooklyn <laughs> podcast. But yeah. you know, we will, and it's not our fault that they're the most interesting franchise that have now once again just gone off. I mean, we we got to kind of get a Kyrie update ever since last time we spoke a little bit. Let's get him on the phone, man. I mean. Certainly no Celtics games for us to catch up on, huh, Andrew? And and that's the other thing, too, is that we don't have a lot of Celtics talk. And hockey, technically, we're recording this on Wednesday on the 13th. So hockey for us hasn't started yet. So I think that we need to talk about what's going on because it kind of affects the Celtics moving forward as well. It's, I mean, the, so, the league just pivoted in, in a way. Uh, right. You know, the net, Vegas has Nets as the overall favorite. Let's see what happens. Indiana just got interesting. It, it, it. I think the Rockets deserve a little bit of a look. Their starting five is is, I think, pretty good. I mean, especially with, when we see how uh, Boogie Cousins, you know, looks like he's kind of coming back to form, and John Wall looks great. And that team, I saw some stat today before he was traded that that team was like plus thirty seven when he when James Harden or minus thirty seven when James was on. Uh, on the court and plus 22 when he's on or something insane so it, it'll Pretty be interesting stats. to see what this team does when they don't have to play tubby james harden at all <laughs> and they have victor oladipo well, now i mean it's 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 a different it's a better team all right well before we get really into this let's give jack a call and let's let's just dive right in mm-hmm. uh all right i'm calling him right now let's see let's see if he's gonna pick up here should be good Hello? Jack Herzog. Hello? Jack. Hey. There he is. Oh, man. Hey, so uh, we just we were just calling to congratulate you on, um, you know, <laughs> landing all 300 pounds of James Harden into Brooklyn. Um, just, wanted, just wanted to get some thoughts from you, bud. You know, we're, we're very hesitant to have you back just because this is just now it uh, we think it's a Brooklyn Nets podcast we're not sure cuz most of the episodes have just been you uh, to this point but but you can, we can't help that you just you, you guys find a way to be the talk of the entire league and here you are again and we could have had a whole conversation another whole second conversation about Kyrie today and I'm sure we'll get into that but now you possess James Harden you have the you have the big 3 of the NBA there isn't really a close second what's going through your mind 
All right. Well, let's start, let's start with a couple things. <laughs> I, I love the congratulations because uh, um, I can just sense the envy of not not of James Harden no, per se. Certainly not. Because we all have our opinions about James Harden. Mine, mine, which are mainly negative, uh-huh. especially in the last couple months, and I'm sure you guys are as, as well. But maybe the jealousy of a of a GM actually. Going all in. <laughs> Is that maybe what we're sensing a oh little bit? Boy. Making uh, a making a move, kind of putting the chips on the table. The best Woj bomb I saw um, was him and I get saying it. that Jalen's here. Sean Marks, man. <laughs> the, they, they, we don't all get our Sean Marks. Some of us have a Danny Ainge, and we just protecting oh, for please. years and. Don't really do anything wow. about it. I just, I just want to throw that out. I didn't there. expect I it to go it. this way. Danny Ainge's cold feet has no, prevented it's... us from losing <laughs> Jalen Brown, and I love it. Um, it's the only thing that I've been able to like hang my hat on, which is like, well, at least they're they're going. <laughs> they're for swinging. It. Um, they're definitely swinging. By the way, which which you could have said, you know, for the entire Billy King era, which was a complete debacle, but. Um, this is just an entirely different scenario as far as like Kevin Durant is better than, you know, Paul Pierce and Kevin Durant ever were probably. And uh, James Harden certainly at this point in his career is better than both of them. If he manages to get back to a fighting weight. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, I'm wow. bu- like, I'm bummed. I'm bummed. <laughs> yeah. About uh, Harris. You, you love like, Harris. Jared, yeah. I, it's just like, you know, it's so funny now seeing everyone's takes about Karis LeVert when he was a player that, like, nobody cared about until maybe, like, the bubble this year. Someone who I, like, would irrationally compare to, like, Penny Hardaway in his 2016-17 season. I've only known I like, Karis because of you. I'm telling you guys. You've been, no, I you've been chirping him for so years, yeah. People's takes. Yeah, if you see people say, oh, Brooklyn's losing this guy and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, I mean, he's a really good player. And I was like, he's probably my favorite net since Jason Kidd. Um, no, it sucks. And it's just like, it's just funny to see people's whole tenor change because, let's be honest, nobody's going to be rooting for this team outside of, uh, you know, Nets fans. Like, they're just the most unlikable grouping of people <laughs> that you could possibly bring together outside of, like, I don't know, maybe like it certainly would be impossible to do in the NBA to make a less likable team. Um, but um, it's just, it's just, there's a lot of like consternation about this team already. And it's just like, I don't know. I, I don't know how to feel like you guys are catching me in a weird time. I like, I, I, Tim asked me if I wanted to do it and I was like, yeah, like I'm down to talk, but like, I seriously don't have my thoughts in order. Like, I don't really know what to think at all. I mean, it's also just like, and the Kyrie business is like, it, it colors the whole thing because it's like, if I was going to see them play on Friday or whatever their next game, I mean, they're playing tonight against the Knicks, which is, I mean, they're playing in like 30 minutes actually. Um, but if I was going to see them in like the near future, I'll play together. I'd be like maybe a little bit more excited right now. Or like amped, but uh, you know who knows when Kyrie's gonna fucking come back from sabbatical. I, 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 you know, or or if he decided to even play, like whether it'd be up to him to come back or not. Um, I don't know, man. It's just like it's it's 
God, I feel weird. I mean, you guys can sense my. Yeah. I was saying before that uh, I figured we'd we'd all kind of learn how you feel, maybe together on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even even you would, you know, we'd all we'd all learn, all learn at once. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely triggered <laughs> by speaking just to two Celtics fans immediately after this trade. So yeah, you've already you've already I'm definitely triggered right now. You've already done your lash out from the corner of Danny Ainge stab, so <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. Come yeah, on out. Fuck that we're guy. Okay, He's man. a loser. Yeah, you know, actually, we're gonna sign Isaiah Thomas now. So. <laughs> oh man, that's how I would I, hate I, you I, guys I'm more. I'm not kidding. I, I, I actually think we are. Wow. I. Uh, I I'm not kidding. Well, I hope he, the man needs a job. I don't care where. I guess I would hate if he went there, but I. That's because I want. Job, job, dude. Never. The economy's never been better. Job. Jobs. <laughs> that's what we're doing. <laughs> I want Isaiah to have a job. He's my. Uh, He's my concern oh, with the economy. Man. Um, so you now uh, have the favorite yeah. in in Vegas. Uh, do you? Uh, I mean, the, Vegas isn't isn't waiting to see if Kyrie comes back. You are currently the favorite with whatever state the Nets are in. I, I assume it's it is assuming that Kyrie's there. How do you? How's it feel to have that crown? I've you know we've as a Boston sports fans have had it in the past and it's been like frustrating like the Bruins were expected to be the kings of last year and then they they've you know didn't even make the cup finals we don't really love the badge of the uh the favorite but what do, what do you what do you think of it it's a it's a bizarre situation right it's like I grew up rooting for a team that like no one could could care less about seriously like even when uh, we were making finals trips. I was young at the time, so I wasn't paying attention to like national media. I didn't really care. I just knew I loved Jason Kidd, and I knew I loved like, you know, my dad is from Jersey, so I was like, you know, he was rooting for the team. It's basically how it started for me. All sports was that next team. Um, so like, uh, it was a team. I mean, it's a franchise that no one gives a shit about, uh, or historically hadn't. So like it's weird to have expectations now, especially when you've been like the plucky team for the last four or five years. Um, that's just sort of like doing it by the book and like grinding and, you know, finding these, this talent, you know, where no one else is looking The Joe Harris is the Dinwiddies. Um, and, uh, you know, now it's just the complete opposite. And like, who knows? I, 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 my brain and heart does not do well with expectations. So, I don't know. I, I, I've been trying to prepare my girlfriend because she's, we've been dating, you know, for a long time. We've been dating for five years, but the Nets have been, you know, just like whatever team. I mean, you know, for the first couple of years of your day, and they were like completely nothing. And, it, you know, they would lose, and I would still, you know, be in my feelings about it. But it never like spilled over into my life. But this season is, is trying, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I actually, it's, it's definitely like a totally different experience and I have to like, I guess, prepare. And it, again, now with the straight, it's like only going to be more. Um, so yeah, I don't know how to feel about it. I mean, it's obviously a good thing because then, you know, it means you can win, but I'm not used to it for sure. Yeah. So do you, do you think that the haul that they gave for James Harden was too much or do you think it was fair? No, overall, hundred percent. Yeah, actually, I think they kind of got away with a little bit. It's weird because, like, you'd imagine that I'd be like 
super, I mean, I am just, again, like I'm going to eat my words probably, but I'll say, this is what I do think. The way things fell apart with the KG Pierce thing, even though it was like semi, like the worst case scenario seemed like, okay, they'll be stuck with these old contracts. They'll have these pick swaps that are not great. And they gave up their first round picks unprotected, right? Fully. So the unprotections were really like made no sense. Those are crazy. But the way things devolved there was actually, it was insane. I mean, Jason Kidd left the next summer, tried to pull a power play. They literally were so inept. Like Billy King was so inept, not only just as a GM in general, but in his ability to like, kind of pick up the pieces like we got zero from Darren Williams we got zero from Joe Johnson we got zero from Paul Pierce we didn't re-sign him he just walked and KG we actually ended up trading for Thaddeus Young and the pick uh and then Thaddeus Young we ended up traded later on for the pick that became Karis Lillard so out of all of those assets that were existent in that Nets tenure aside from Brooke Lopez and Kevin Garnett we got nothing out of those guys right so and we became, like, the worst team in the league very quickly. I just don't see that happening in the same way just because it's really, like, things have to go so south uh, in order to come out with nothing, basically. Like, even the Rockets, right, like, who traded everything for Russell Westbrook, they've been able to recoup things uh, to some degree. So I just think that those picks are going to end up, like, in the 20s, maybe a lottery pick at the very end. Um and at that point, it's like, okay. But, like, I don't think it's going to be, like, giving up the number one pick, the number three pick, and the number whatever we gave you guys. Um, so, that part of it to me is, like, a little – and then at the end of the day, they, they didn't even get Levert or Allen. I just don't get what they were doing, uh, the Rockets. But I I think the Pacers did it great. Uh, I think Cleveland, depending on what they do after this, like, that was awesome for them. But – you know, he's fucking James Harden, man. He's a, he's an MVP. Like, you know, and we and here's the thing about it. If we didn't have Kevin Durant or someone who I deemed is better than him, I would not really like this trade at all, and I would be, like, pretty bummed out. But we have Kevin Durant, man, and, like, I don't know if you guys have been watching, but he looks pretty fucking good. Yeah, you were talking so, about, um, you know, comparing it to when you had uh, KG and Pierce and everything and that. it's there was There was no part of any of them that seemed like they weren't, in their post prime, uh, like it didn't even really feel like you were catching even a glimpse of the end of their prime. There's no reason to think that any of these three players are, are necessarily even flirting with their post prime. I mean, sure. We got Harden who's well overweight right now, but I mean, everyone and, and myself included believes that he is going to be the James Harden that we saw, you know, MVP caliber, James Harden. Uh, within a month of being with the Nets. I'm not saying statistically uh, nailing that because obviously there's going to be adjustments, but, you know, just not looking like he does right now um, and being more with it and caring. Um, so it, it, it's certainly different than I think that era, and but it, it, it is a bit of all or nothing. And if, if you guys lose Kyrie or, you know, nothing comes of, these these runs you are kind of left with uh Dinwiddie and and you know who else I guess going forward Joe Harris and 
Landry Shannon and these like dudes who are like, or, I mean, if we're just talking about the immediate future, but yeah, yeah I mean, I don't know. After that, it's going to be like the cupboard will be bare, but I want to win, man. You know? Yeah, like, of course. You have to. You guys are Boston fans. So, like, you've seen basically every team you root for win. Um, and, like, as Tim knows, I'm, I'm a football fan and a basketball fan, and I'm a Giants fan, so I've been blessed. As a Giants fan, yeah, he's fine. Um, he's doing just oh fine. boy. He's, he's I can't fine. remember who we fine. beat in the Super Bowl. He had a couple. And, like, I just can't remember. I don't know. Oh, right now. I th- I thought we were Anyways, talking about we, basketball. We won. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We we won two Super Bowls at some point. I can't remember who we played. It was like a forgettable oh, team, probably somewhere in the middle of the country, maybe on the West Coast. I can't really remember. I mean, I can, Anyways, I can um, so Tim, do you, you want me to hang up now, yeah, or do you want to keep I mean, going hey, with this? It? It, again, he's, <laughs> he feels backed into a corner. He's on a podcast with two Boston guys talking about a trade. That that's fair. That's within uh, the last two hours. He's, you know, it's fine. Let him, let he's got to take go, let him bring up what he can get. Don't even no talk trigger, football on here. No whatever. defensive. <laughs> let him so go. angry. Yeah, so I don't know, man. And, like, it was a – I actually was at – Super Bowl, the Tyree catch, I was in person, and it was like the greatest shit of all time. But like, I'm a basketball fan person, and that's like everything to me. The Nets are my number one thing, maybe like that I care about, um, besides like my loved ones, and like you know, it's pretty close. And uh, I like if I saw them win a championship, I'd lose my fucking mind. I never thought it would happen, you know. And like, and it, so and it probably won't. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the thing. I don't know, man. I don't know. I I I I I don't think they will, but they have a better chance than they did yesterday. So Well, I mean, if you look at the see, if you like, look at the team on paper, they should they should win. Like yeah. there's no reason paper, why they I, shouldn't yeah. at least be in the championship, yeah. you know? Like I totally agree. Yeah, on paper, I, I guess, think hands down. But then like, you know, Maybe your point guard discovers uh, activism and uh, he wants to also just promote, uh, like, some sort of, like, I mean, we're two steps away from Kyrie discovering, like, Farrakhan, and, like, I'm just really afraid of that. (laughs) Like, I, I seriously, I mean, I'm, like, it's, like, he's the most unpredictable dude ever. And, again, like, it still doesn't take away, like, the funny thing about Kyrie and like the the and what's so triggering again to me as a Nets fan is that like he not only shows the Nets but he's like validated my fandom in a way that like and again it's probably hard for you guys to understand this because you're Celtics fans you are like a storied franchise people who come there always talk not only do they say oh I'm happy to be here and blah blah the organization all like the normal things that people say when they end up on a team but they're like. They talk about the franchise with irreverence. They talk about the history. They talk about, like, so you might even have a ton of players who show up there who, like, I grew up a Celtics fan. That has never happened in the history of my life as a Nets fan. There's never been a player that showed up, like, I grew up watching the Nets. Like, I care about this, this franchise. I care about the history, blah, blah, blah. And Kyrie did that. And, you know, he's nuts, and he's out of his fucking mind, and all those things are true, and he's a walking contradiction. And I'm certain that, like, this isn't the last time you guys will have me on to talk about him. I'm positive. But he did, he does validate those things. And I just ride with him because of that. Like, you know what I mean? At a certain point, like, I'm just like, you know, it doesn't mean I, I'm not pissed and like, this sucks. 
that he's just like gone AWOL. But, you know, now we have two superstars that are playing and maybe a third one. Who knows? So but at least we have two. For, from what I'm seeing, you know, whatever Kyrie's reasoning is for what he's doing, I mean, I'm sure that there's multiple reasons and we may never know exactly the truth or whatever because I'm guessing we're never going to know. He will he probably doesn't even know the entire truth, but at the same time, it's starting to feel like it's not about, you know, he has Kevin Durant on his team now who's arguably one of be, one of the best players in the league. I mean, not arguably, he is in one the of history, the best players in the in league. In history of the league. I I, right, I exactly. actually and, so, I, and I, I I do want to say just quickly that that when you said he Durant current Durant is 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 hands down better than the Paul and the KG you got, and yeah, probably better than both of them of all time. I I have an easier time saying yeah, that about Paul I, Pierce I than I do KG, yeah. but I mean he's yeah. he's a he's a much purer shooter. He's one of the he's the top five purest scorers of all time. But for me, it doesn't seem I, like yeah. this is this is. It's not about basketball for Kyrie, you know. It was It's like he has good players already around him. I don't think that bringing in. Uh, another superstar is going to make him want to play any more or any less. Yeah, and I think to piggyback on um, that, it's just like we never know. felt like yeah. we were part of the problem. We, I don't know. It's it, like the Boston thing. Just I don't know. It felt like so, a little more than I don't know. It's it seems it smells similar because Kyrie has to think now. You know, like with these two other guys and with the decent team that they have around them, it's like. If I play to my potential and these guys play to their potential, then there's absolutely no reason why we don't take the East all the way. So I don't know if it's that he just is kind of wishy-washy on actually playing basketball or what, but like I feel like he, he, if he wants to win, now is the time to win. Now is the time to go all in and actually, you know, put in all of that whatever you want to call it, blood, sweat, and tears into the, into the season and try to take the whole thing. So, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, look. Yeah, here's the thing. I, I Again, again, like, I explained my bias towards the guy, which obviously plays for my team. But the other part about it for me that I, like, will never really criticize. I, look, it's not I'll never criticize. It's more like he is so excited. Like, from when he's been on the floor this year, it's, fucking insane man i mean this guy's yeah. an mvp candidate yeah. like he's playing out of his goddamn mind mm-hmm. it's crazy so it is frustrating to feel like that he's just not fully in um it, it's really frustrating and i think that's just always gonna be the case with him but when you have two other superstars who are maybe better than him you know you mitigate a lot of that risk um you really do so in that sense, like, I, I guess it kind of helps the trade in a weird backwards way where it's like we got, you know, Kevin Durant because of Irving or, or because of both of them, some 50-50 split, and then we get James Harden on the back door in order to sort of like, I don't know, shore up the Kyrie situation. It, it just feels so tenuous. And uh, like I said, we have a game in a half an hour and like, we're going to be probably 500 after tonight. Like, I don't know how we're going to beat the Knicks tonight. Like, actually. Um, and uh, cause there's no one to play. <laughs> but, but, again, it's something that everyone's going through with COVID now. But we just gave up so much of our depth. 
you know, I, I don't know, man. It's, I just don't know. And like James Hurd, again, like fat as hell. Like I don't like know what we're going to expect <laughs> from him. He looks like, like a full fucking happy meal. And like, I just don't know. Yeah. I mean, black is swimming, I suppose. So that'll be good. But yeah. Yeah, man, I, I I don't know. Yeah, he so didn't look I good really in those Houston blues. He's not going to look good in those net blues. <laughs> oh, my God. He's going to put back. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, something else. Yeah, he, he's going to look like a full-on class. <laughs> something else I want to ask, and I don't mean to keep bringing it back to Kyrie, but it's just I'm curious, like, you know, as a Nets fan, say you guys go, you know, fairly far in the playoffs or whatever, or, or whatever happens. And you don't win the whole thing, but you had the potential to win it all. Do you do you at all like look at Kyrie negatively as far as like what could have been if this guy actually sort of applied himself to the whole season and really? I mean, obviously yeah. he can come back in at any time and still go off. It's if he misses a week of basketball, unless it's for an injury reason, then he just comes back in and acts like nothing ever happened. I mean, he's still like you said, playing like an all star player, and I don't think that anybody's ever gonna. You know, take that away from him. He just is that good at basketball. Like it just happens to him. Like it comes naturally to him that he can step back on the court whenever that may be, and it's fine. I mean, he came off a big injury, and it doesn't look like anything ever happened. So no, I know. Um, yeah, it just depends on the nature of like how everything goes down. I guess like it's such a cop out, but like uh, you know, it just depends on like what what happens with the season. Like yeah, you know. Like, uh, I, if he plays this fucking out, if we make it to the finals and, like, we go six or seven with the Lakers and lose, like, what am I going to say? It's fucking LeBron James, the greatest player ever. Anthony Davis, like, this Lakers team is stacked. They're, they're fucking, they're, they're flying. They're, like, there's no issues there. Like, you know, that's the team that they're going to have to beat. And, like, you know, I, <laughs> there's just so many question marks, man. And, like, everything is going to be up in the air for like another couple months. And like, I just don't, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. They need to go get some defenders. Like I'm, I'm really upset that like there wasn't a Larry Nance or a PJ Tucker involved in this deal. And that the Nets are literally getting James Harden only. Like, I know that like sounds kind of crazy. Um, but I do feel like, or even like a Deshaun Tate or like someone like that of that ilk, like a body that can just fly around and like just play some defense. But, uh, I don't know, man. I, I really don't know what to say. It's like pretty crazy. I'm still like, it's crazy to think that like star players want to play here in general. I, it's like hard to communicate that with people. I don't think people really quite understand, um, how insane it is, but I'm just trying to like remember the days of like breaking down whether or not Chris Douglas Roberts was going to make a leap you know, or like, you know, things of that nature, Yijian Leon, you know, and just, you know, slap myself and be like, what are you complaining about, man? Like, you know, they're going all in and you got to just be there for the ride and just hope it works out. So you, you think that they add anything else to this team? Do we, when is the trade deadline this year? It's a great question. I don't know. But don't yeah, they're definitely going to add buyout, guys. They have like, yeah, they earned a trade exception from one of the deals they made this summer, and then they also had the disabled players exception. So they got like twelve million to play with, I think, um, as far as buyout candidates are considered. And uh, they're definitely gonna get somebody. Um, 
I'm not sure who, but um, you guys got me. Yeah, I, I mean, assuming assuming that Kyrie gets sure. back in the game and and you know he gets his head in the game, it makes sense to sort of go all as they're already almost all in as it is, so it makes sense to just go for it, right? For sure. I mean, like you don't get a chance at a top three player in the league. Like you, you know, you know how many seasons KD is going to have left. You just don't know. And like these windows close so much quicker than people um, tend to imagine them to. And uh, you got to just do it. Unfortunately, um, you know, it's at the cost of a lot of fan favorites. Like a lot of guys that just were really important to this franchise and like meant a lot to the people that watched that actually watched the team in the last couple of years, which is just not that many people. (laughs) Um, But, you know, like I just, yeah, again, I just don't really know like exactly how to feel about the whole situation, but like as soon as those guys step on the floor together and if things are clicking, it could be really special, I think, you know, or it could be a complete disaster and you just never know. But uh, I'm hoping it works out. But again, I, my, you know, my better senses are telling me like it's, it's, it's not going to. <laughs> well, I, but, when I knew that we were going to be recording an episode today I, and then this whole thing happened, I texted Tim and I was like, do we get an emergency call into Jack and figure out what the deal is? Because like, I, I needed to know from your standpoint where you stood. And I understand that we're asking you this literally hours after the whole thing went down. So it makes sense that you're kind of like, I don't know how to feel yet, but I definitely appreciate like getting that, uh, that opinion and all that kind of stuff about this, because it is, I mean, this is, this is huge for around the league. Like this, this is, this is crazy. I think in a way, every team in this deal kind of won just to recap it. Nets get Harden, Rockets get Oladipo, Exum, Kuruks, four first round picks and four draft swaps. Cavs get Jared Allen and Torian Prince. Pacers get Karis LeVert. Torian Prince is the piece of this trade that I always forget is a part of it, um, which is, is hurting your or is thinning your second unit and your your defense up there in uh, Brooklyn? But again, you're getting MVP James Harden. All right. Well, uh, well defense is let's let's pump the brakes there. Torian is he's been okay this year. He was maybe the worst defender on the roster last year. Really? My man I just is, remember Torian of years ago, and also Jer- yeah, dude, I, I was also I speaking to, Jer- to Jared. Him, yeah. People remember him from Baylor and, like, his draft profile as, like, stretchy 3 and D, like, defender, who's, like, you know. Yeah, he did uh, it on the Hawks, like, four seasons ago. And he actually ended up, yeah, he ended up flipping those two things, where he, like, actually, on the Hawks, ended up becoming, like, a really plus three-point shooter and, like, a just crappy defender. I don't know, go. Go check out Hawks Twitter and how they feel about Torian Prince. They are not fans. Okay. <laughs> I think Nets fans actually like him a bit more. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's like, whatever. I mean, again, it'd be a nice piece to have now that we have all these dudes and no depth. But such is life, fellas. Yeah, such is life. I feel like the Cavs got to make another move. Maybe you can't yeah, I know. Advance. <clears throat> Yeah, I, I I like I like it for the Cavs. I like it for the Pacers. I just don't know if I love it for the Rockets, man. I really don't. I think that they like might end up looking like they got that they screwed themselves. Like I just 
I don't know. I just don't know, like, what those picks are going to be. And, like, there's just a really large chance that Victor Oladipo isn't the player we thought he was. And, like, those picks are just kind of middling. And it's just, like, you guys really traded all that for James Harden. Yeah, I would have kept, well, kept On the players. other side, you, on the flip side, though, I mean, James Harden was basically stomping his feet to get out of there. So it was like you you kind of ha- you have to move me or else I'm just kind of going to be um I don't know I feel like they they kind of had their hands tied and and not to say that you're not right it's just they got probably what they were what they thought would be best for for Harden at the time and maybe they were just like we need to just be done with this Sure I just wonder why they didn't just take the net deal straight up like why don't you just take Levert yeah. Allen and yeah it's the, it's, it's the like, Karis part I just you know what I mean and like the picks like like is Oladipo really worth like the extra pick you got plus uh you know Jared Allen and Karis Levert like I'd rather have Allen and Levert in the future than just Oladipo I guess is what I'm saying yeah um yeah, that's just me, but it just seems weird. Like it seems like they like didn't understand the parameters of the trade. Kind of. uh, but you know, I could totally you know be wrong, and Old Debo could look great and and whatnot. I just think it's like an easier sell to fans who are maybe like more casual who don't really know about Levert and Allen and just remember Old Debo. Like, oh, he was an All Star once, whatever. Jack, I'm surprised to um, hear you criticizing like this. That type of thing. You know, because you know what their new GM is doing over there? He's just taking swings. Just like your boy Sean Marks. <laughs> how, how dare you criticize this? Um, I guess. I mean, I'd rather take a swing on the two younger players with more upside, but I'd, I'd say that's a little more risque. I, I honestly think that this looks like a kind of safe, safe face. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's just kind of weird. Like, why not? I don't know. Why not go a little bit more like? Because they're gonna. I know it looks like. You know what it is. It screams to me a team that's like. We're not actually rebuilding, right? Uh, even though I think they'd be better off as a team with Jared Allen and Terrence Silver, I think to them they're like, "Ooh, Old Depot, ready like to win now kind of player," and we're not ready to actually tank or do any of that stuff because, you know, Fertitta, you're not doing that. Well, Jack, I hope you miss every every single opportunity in whatever this window is but if if you guys do hit you know i guess the silver lining will be that you'll be really happy and it'll be interesting to watch i feel like you'll you'll i feel i feel like you'll happy riot you'll you'll like burn something down in brentwood or something yeah i'm gonna be like yeah i don't know i mean i think the chances are that i'm way more sad through this whole experience than happy but (laughs) hey man like at least, like, players want to come play here. I guess that's, like, that's just the the very, like, minimal sort of, like, thing that I can take away from this, uh, regardless of what happens. It's nice to have, play, like, star players want to play here. Um, it's definitely, you know, just a far cry from, like, where the team was in 2017, 18, you know. Right when you know people would like to you know kind of laugh at this franchise they're definitely not laughable anymore um they might be laughable in the headlines but at least people want to come here 
Now, one more thing before you know we let you go because I know you're probably going to be wa- want to watch the game soon. But are there many? Do I want to watch the game Are there many good strip clubs around Barclays Center? Is the question that I have for oh, you? Oh, I'm, I'm positive. I'm positive there. Yeah. Yeah. No, okay. Definitely. I mean, I will- he's going through. Yeah. It could have definitely been part of, you know, the reason he wanted to go to Brooklyn. So I just was curious. I mean, I, I assumed oh, there was, sure. but yeah. Any, um, any, yeah, no, any of Barclays uh, food items fast? Yeah, I was gonna say uh, the food uh, options fast. McDonald's, Ronnie Mac Steakhouse open twenty four seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's great food at Barclays. Actually, they've got like the thick, like three, like the three flavored popcorn stations everywhere where you got your like cheddar your kettle and like your that's caramel. true that stuff rips for um, sure it's awesome and then they have like cafe and bonding yourself a cuban um i'm sure james has had several cubans in the last <laughs> hour um on the flight over you in know celebration. they got like that like in celebration there's a parm inside of uh barclays as well if i'm not mistaken wow um, yeah no the food in there is great so we're gonna have to I don't know, hire an intern, maybe several interns to sort of like keep him away from that area. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just guys, I, I, yeah, I don't really have any words. Maybe have me back on in like two months and we'll see where we're at, but absolutely. Oh yeah. Oh man. We'll still, we'll still have you on to talk about jerseys at some point too. Yeah. That'd be nice. I mean, I, our jerseys this year are great. Yeah, the, you. I think you guys. I, I think you guys back. won with those throwbacks. They make four X. Yeah. Four four XL or. Uh, <laughs> I heard they're gonna print a one and a three and then stitch <laughs> sure, them together. Sure. That yeah yeah yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah exactly. They'll take two jerseys. Yeah, uh, yeah. Luckily, uh, number thirteen is available. Um, not retired, so hopefully you'll be able to have that. Nice. Um, yeah, guys, I just don't know. So, hopefully, <laughs> things are, you know, decent. I like. I, I really don't have any, uh, any, any really other uh, takes. I guess I just hope it it works out. <laughs> well, it's gonna be fun to watch, man. I'm excited. The NBA got shaken uh, up again. I hope it so. was a tale of the times to today. When I was watching NFL Live as the trade happened, and nowhere. Not even NBA TV would cut away from, like, a playoff game from three years ago to, like, break the news. and um, But NFL Live had Woj come on and talk basketball, and I was like, that's a, t- that's a tale of the times and the popularity that basketball has become. They're talking NFL playoffs, and this trade just shook up the entire league, and it was worth breaking into that. So Yeah, no, that's true. It is crazy. Very popular. People are, like going off about and this it this is why it's these trades it's these moves it. it's it's the games it's the it's good i don't know it's it's good for the league uh i wish you guys w- w- i don't know i don't really wish you luck i don't know <laughs> i i hope Hell no I, don't say that i want you to i want you to i want you i want you all to lose so i hope Kyrie's back and <laughs> i hope you have a full loss you know <laughs> Like no excuses, no reasoning. There's no what ifs. You get to fully see them lose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me too, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can always come on, dude. Like... 
people being like, yeah, man, um, I'm just going to sort of like not play for a while. That's like way more annoying. I got to be honest. Yeah. Right. At least he, in in Boston, it used to be like he'd he'd blame a knee injury that he he had supposedly had fixed several times. You know, but here he's just like nah. Um. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, he's just like <laughs> I'm gonna take that PTO and just sort of like hang out. Yeah. It's like word, dude. But like, you gonna play basketball? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I think so. I think someone on the jump today. Oh, I think it was like Kendrick was making the point that like you can't just you can't just say you'll play and then not because a bunch of players had to like opt out beforehand, you know. And so like they lost all that money, but it's like he just said, "Yeah, no, no, no I'm gonna play," and he's just <laughs> he like made it about the contract deal. A lot of people are making it about the money he's making, and I was just like, I don't, I don't know that that's really the issue here. I think it's getting the player to play. Yeah, I mean, well, he's going to get fined regardless at some point. Yeah, like, He's of not going to make game checks if he's just not playing and he's not hurt. Like, I'm not really worried about him, like, stealing the money or whatever. No, I know. It was, I thought that. it was strange. That's some weirdo strange. shit that people yeah. care about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. it's like, you know, eventually, like, the Nets are going to step in and, like, do what they have to do. It's just more like the locker room and, like, chemistry and, like, getting time on the floor together, you know? And, like... um it's just really hard to win in this league, you know, and you gotta, you gotta be all in. Um, you know, you guys know that from Danny Ainge. So, um, yeah. <laughs> oh, the soundboard is fine. That's, that's it. Oh, man. Well, on that note, Jack, next time we have you on, it'll probably be called the Barclays Balcony Chatter Podcast because of how often we have you on. But thanks for giving us your raw emotion and takes today, dude. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, man. I'm so vulnerable right now, fellas. Um, (laughs) You're not driving. No, thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. It helps. It it helps. I'm not driving. We got to talk through the issues. (laughs) There are no sharp. Actually, there's a lot of sharp objects. Oh, God, no. God, I'm Um, calling Taylor. (laughs) Um, But, no, I, uh, I appreciate it, guys. Sure, man. We appreciate you as always, and uh, it's gonna be fun, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun and interesting. That that can't be taken away unless they finally shut down basketball. But that's a whole other topic. We won't touch that yeah. today. <laughs> nope, it's not. It's not. <laughs> All right, bub. We'll talk to you soon. Let's well, not. All right, later, guys. Later, Good luck. Well, there there you have it, folks. Yeah. We ha- we have we have the opinion. Of a Brooklyn Nets fan on the, I don't even know, the the situation going on over there. But we did learn some valuable things. They have good food at the Barclays Center. Yeah. Um, there's pro- probably plenty of strip clubs open late. Um, and who knows if Kyrie's ever going to return. I loved his perspective when I asked him about having the, uh, the title favorite uh, badge now. Uh, just, just in comparing it to, you know, how, how I, I don't know other fields. Yeah, no, but no, but like, just like in comparing it to like loving Jason Kidd and all those ty- teams that would go to the championship. Oh, right, right. Like still, like no one cared about the Nets ever, and now they are the talk, yeah. of the talk of the league for better or worse. They are the talk, talk of the league today, and I believe they will be going forward. It's crazy how much the Lakers are being ignored right now, in my opinion. So. 
Now, look, look, like I said at the beginning of this episode, I fully intended to come in here talking hockey and all that, but I think that we just leave this episode at what it is. And, you know, on the next episode that we have next Friday, we'll have plenty of hockey to talk about by that point. We'll have some Bruins updates with the, you know, the roster. We'll have a better look at where we stand. Maybe when Pasta is going to return, Martian is, you know, set to come out opening day, but he's been off the last couple of days from practice. Um, so I think that we just leave it at this, and and then again we'll also have some Celtics updates too. Oh by that man, point, I mean, knock on every piece of wood in the planet, man. Can we get a game in? Should it, like should you said, it, assuming that over the last two days, <clears throat> assuming that the NBA doesn't just straight up shut down. I know, and I, um, and I don't think anyone should think that way. It really doesn't look like it, I which think might gonna, kill Jack altogether. Yeah, right. They they really <laughs> need to figure out the contract t- tracing thing because it's I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're go- what science they're going off, but I, f- I feel like other leagues have been able to do it without this, yeah. without trouble, because it is just the tracing is is they said it was such an intense thing with the tracing, and maybe it is maybe it's just the way to the only way to do it safely. But other I just feel like other leagues have done it, but yeah. but then again, no one no one really to this repetition baseball, but that's that's an outdoor thing. So I I don't know. We're gonna see. Uh, I was really hoping that we these Celtics games were going to happen. I, I don't like that we're waiting until we get our players back. I'm going to be honest. Right. Uh, I wanted to see a lot of taco. I want to see who really has it as these young guys. I was ready to watch that Miami game, and then you know now we we lost the Bulls in now uh, today uh, Wednesday as we're recording this. The uh, the Magic game has been postponed as well. So we're we've got a, a number of games that we're behind now. Um, and, you know, no real answer about when we're coming back. Yeah, and as much of a mess as this is, I actually think that, you know, it is good for the other leagues to sort of learn from what is going wrong with the, these players in the NBA. It's like, this is what we want to model ourselves around to not have this stuff happen. So, you know, if there's any silver lining, which is, you know, it's not. The, the, there's people getting COVID um, or or even they're just doing it as a precaution to make sure that it's not spreading. Um, but at least it's kind of gaining some information on how to prevent this maybe from happening in the future with the NBA and NHL and MLB can kind of look towards ways to avoid these issues that they're having. So, yeah, you know, if you want to look at it in any sort of positive light, I guess then that's sort of what you have to take from it. But it sucks. I mean, obviously we want to be watching these games, but people's health is – is a huge concern as well. So hopefully they can figure this out and make it stop and not have as many, um, have it spread as much. I don't know. It, it's tough, but, um, you know, hopefully they're learning from it. Yeah. I just, I mean, the board, I thought, you know, not to get political on it and, uh, you know, to avoid any, any of that about feelings towards masks or whatever, but just the, the band aid rules they're, they're throwing out there. That at this board of governors meeting with the players association the other day, just it's not it's nonsense, you know. They they can't hug after the game, but they just played physical contact for sixty minutes. It's like let's get some real resolutions in here, and if that's shutting down, then shut down. Stop stop putting fake band aids and put putting this charade like charade on that. Uh, you know anything's happening with that? I've seen it once with the with the way this damn mayor's running L.A. You know what I mean? But uh, <laughs> it's just. <laughs> You know, yeah, let, like no, like no, do I mean, something. Don't don't do nothings. Don't do a series of nothings. Like do something that actually matters and makes a difference if you're going to do anything it, at all. It's a similar conversation to sort of what we had 
prior to all of these sports coming back, you know, before last season, where it was like, if you're not going to let them play, then don't let then don't do it at all. You know, if you're going to have all these stupid rules where, um, you know, a, a hockey player can't spit on the ice yeah. or, or that, I guess, sort of makes sense. But like they can't be um, near each other on the face off dot and all this stuff. It's like then that's not the game anymore. So I get that they have to make some safety regulations around post game and things like that. But like you said, I mean, if they're playing physical uh, sport, that's physical in there. Uh, playing it for 60 minutes or however long the game is, then it's you're it's going to happen regardless. Listen, you can stop a player so, from spitting on the ice, but when he checks another player full force, they're exchanging saliva in one way or another. So, <laughs> Right. <laughs> you aren't doing anything. Yeah, so I don't know. Time will tell what's going to happen with this stuff, but fingers crossed that they can get it figured out and get these, you know, people, we want to see everybody healthy and, and uh, playing the game that we want to watch, so... Uh, obviously, that stuff comes first, but if if they can figure this out, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I agree. Well, I look forward to recapping some games, even if they're just on ice. Come next time. Yep. I'm looking forward to that, too. So we'll see you guys next Friday, as always, and we will have some updates for you. Hell yeah. Stretched. Blessed.